Okay, welcome back. Uh, the Daily Fantasy went great last week, actually. Have we decided on a name for this segment, by the way, Tony? Daniel's Daily Dingleberries. Sure, that sounds fine. Um, last week, man, it was great. So if you listened to me last week and put together a lineup, I promise you, you won money um, using using my exact lineup. We had Kirk Cousins, who went for 26, James Robinson, 22, David Montgomery, 27, Justin Jefferson, 30. My my digging deep wide receiver of the week, T.Y. Hilton, went for 28. My my big flex went for 37. I had zero guys in single digits. Um, I, I entered a pool with my exact lineup, and I think it was out of like 2,400, and I finished in the top 50. So, yeah, that was that was great. I Hopefully I can duplicate this uh, for you guys again here. Um, starting from the top, there's a few games that I really like this week. Actually, most games, I think we're going to have a great week of NFL football, to be honest. I, I looked at a lot of these games, and I think they're going to go uh, either close or hit the over. Um, I like a lot of them, but a couple of them, my favorites here. Wait, 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 wait. Are you doing this on DraftKings or on FanDuel? What are you doing this on? I am doing it on DraftKings. Um, you can do daily fantasy on any platform, really. I think even Yahoo and ESPN even have some daily. But um, I'm doing it on DraftKings. I just pick the, you know, the full-on 16 teams, you know, this week. Um, that are all, you know, everybody's playing. We don't have a bye week. And I do Thursday through Monday. So I give literally every player available throughout the week. I don't chunk it up to where it's like, you know, only one o'clock games, only four o'clock games. I literally cover the whole NFL. Um, and I get in, I get in some smaller pools um, just because if you get towards the top on those, they seem to, they seem to pay a good chunk if you can do what I did last week. So um, starting from the top, I love this Pittsburgh Buffalo game. Uh, James Connor is still kind of hurt. So he's recovering from injuries and he had COVID, but either way, um, I'm going to take Ben Roethlisberger as my quarterback this week. He's 6,700, which is pretty cheap. He's averaging 20 points a game. Um, they're going up against the worst pass defense in the league. Yes, that is right. The Buffalo Bills have surpassed the Seattle Seahawks. They are just terrible. And Roethlisberger, what, I mean, there's not a team more built to destroy another team through the air than the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's, it's amazing all the talent that they have and Roethlisberger can just sit back and find his favorite targets. So they're, they're mad. They're, they're ready to get it going here. Um, after losing, uh, to Washington last week and losing their undefeated season. Now the way it's off, right? Yeah, every team has this, the, the undefeated pressure. And now that the weight's off, they could just look forward to the postseason and they got to win games. So love Ben Roethlisberger here as my quarterback. I'm going to kind of skip around a little bit too. I'm stacking Ben Roethlisberger with my tight end this week. I'm going with Eric Ebron. He's 4,600. And that Buffalo defense is, is 26 against tight ends. So dead last against quarterbacks and 26th against tight ends. Eric Ebron's been a lot more involved in the offense recently, and I just talked about all the weapons. You can't guard everybody in this offense. There's just too many extremely talented guys. So I love the chance that Eric Ebron has up your team this week. 
um, with a touchdown or two. We know Eric Ebron's capable. But, again, he's 4600 there, so pretty cheap. I want to move back up into the running back section. David Montgomery killed it last week. And guess what? They play the second-to-worst run defense this week in Houston. Uh, they're hosting them at home in Chicago, so it's probably going to be a little chilly. It's probably going to be more towards kind of a running game there. But I think David Montgomery has another great week. Uh, he's 6500 so his price really didn't change. Uh, from last week, he's averaging over 15 points a week. So I think that's great. Another player that did really well last week that I think might repeat this week is Corey Davis. Um, he's going up against Jacksonville. This game, it seems that the Titans-Jags games always seem to be a lot more entertaining than they come in. Um, it, it's kind of like it, it's never really <sighs> – it's never really low scoring, it seems like. And I think Jacksonville, they did it to the Vikings last week. I wanted to pick them as my over-under, and they, they did it. They stuck it to the Vikings. So this offense is better than you think in Jacksonville. I think this game is going to be a little bit more passing involved. And Corey Davis had the number one week for wide receivers. He's great. And he's only 5,700 this week, and Jacksonville's 28th against wide receivers. So Corey Davis has had a sneaky, excellent year. He's averaging 16 averaging 17 points a week that's crazy so plug Corey davis in your lineup for 5700 that's super cheap um going back up to finish out my running backs here um i don't think we're gonna have deandre swift again this week uh so detroit plays green bay at detroit so they are indoors green bay is bad against the run they're 29th against the run hey wait 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 i'm interrupting you i'm sorry that's fine. But I just found something buried in the rough. I'm, I might be spoiling you here, but I want to challenge you a little bit. So you're Go. taking Corey Davis, and I'm okay with that. I like Corey Davis a lot, but he's not yeah. the he's not the number one. I mean, AJ Brown's the number one on the team, right? And Correct. but Corey, Corey Davis has done incredible things. I'm not taking anything away from him. Jamison Crowder is a little bit less expensive and just had an equally huge week playing against Seattle now the 32nd against wide receivers and he's less expensive. So just by $300 there, why do you prefer Corey Davis over Jamison Crowder? Both of them blew up last week. Yeah, I looked at that. Jamison Crowder had two touchdowns uh, last week. If I, if I'm remembering, that's right. right. That's true. It's, it's, it's Corey Davis has had a lot more consistent year than Jamison Crowder. Ryan Tannehill is so much better of a quarterback than Sam Darnold. So if you are talking about exploiting bad defenses and what should happen should, if Ryan Tannehill is going up against a bad pass defense, odds are he's going to put up some points and guys are going to get some balls. If you're the Jets, you really don't know which team is going to show up. It kind of started great this year for Jameson Crowder, but when he came back and then he had Joe Flacco, he's been Joe Flacco's kind of favorite target. And now he catches two touchdowns kind of, kind of out of nowhere. I don't really like the inconsistency. That's, that's the only difference. Okay. I get um, that. When I talk about Corey Davis, it's super under the radar. You talk about him not being the number one. Go ahead and look at last week's target. No, I get it. I he's get it. The, yeah. I don't mean disrespect. Yeah. yeah no, I no, get it. But I, I, I like the consistency of Corey Davis and what he's doing this year. I know he had a goose egg a few weeks ago, but he, they kind of got game planned out. But Ryan Tannehill, he had to pass. They, they had to stay in it, and Corey Davis 
got the majority of the targets and he had a great game. So I like the consistency of Corey Davis more than Jamison Crowder. Who has higher upside out of those two? I would say that's it's my, equal. I would say I would you. say it's equal upside. And that's why I... F- okay. I, I happen to agree with you. Who has the higher floor? Okay. Okay. So the higher floor. Corey Davis. No. No. In a PPR format, I want to say that Jamison Crowder has a higher floor. We've been disappointed in Jamison Crowder because of his injuries. Honestly, that's what it is. He's been unavailable. That's why we're disappointed. You, you know, I almost threw Jamison Crowder in this lineup, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't commit to two weeks in a row for the Jets to do something right. That's, that's kind of what it boils down to. But, it, you know, for everybody out there listening, throw Jamison Crowder in a couple lineups um, because it's a good point. He is super cheap this week, and I really considered putting him in here, but I just I, I liked the upside of a couple guys more uh, than Jamison Crowder. But it is full PPR. A lot of these are. Um, so early in the year, Jamison Crowder was like top 10 in PPR. We're like four or five weeks in at that point. Um, some things have kind of gone downhill since then, but we've already seen it this year. Jamison Crowder been a good wide receiver. So not bad advice at all, Tony. Um, I was at the running backs here. Detroit is playing Green Bay. Green Bay is horrible against the run. They're 29th against the run. And I don't think we're going to see DeAndre Swift again this week. So Adrian Peterson. As far as running backs that you can plug into your lineup, he has scored four touchdowns in the last two weeks. He is, he's their first down guy, he's their second down guy, and he's their goal line guy. So in a high scoring game, which I think this might turn into indoors, um, you give Green Bay that defense against Detroit, they're going to exploit it. Detroit's going to have to do what they did last week and just put it in the hands of Matt Stafford. And when he's chucking it long, you're going to get opportunities for pass interferences. You're going to get goal line opportunities. You need Adrian Peterson to get a touchdown. He might just get two more this week. You never know. But he's got two each of the last two weeks. So he, he is the guy there in Detroit. They trust him more than Carrion Johnson. Um, going to another wide receiver that is in that same matchup, um, I don't like Marcus Valdez-Scantling. I think he sucks. He can't catch. He'll have every once in a while, he'll have a top five week, but then all the other weeks are absolutely horrible. So I'm not picking Marcus Valdez-Scantling to bomb your team. I'm picking Alan Lazard. Um, Obviously, Devontae Adams is the top option there, but he is super, super expensive. We learned that last week. Ended up working out. But how valuable would the number two guy that is coming back from injury, he had core muscle surgery injury, that he came back for and he's only 5,000 and they're going up against Detroit indoors. I think Alan Lazard is a good bet here. I like this pick Alan Lazard for 5,000 over the Corey Davis pick for 5,700 just because of the value. I love Alan Lazard this week. One of the, one of the other matchups I really liked in my over unders is the Atlanta chargers matchup, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Los Angeles chargers matchup. And Keenan Allen is pretty expensive, but I love Mike Williams. Um, he's a guy that could easily have two touchdowns and over 100 yards in any given game. But this Atlanta defense is horrible. They're 30th against wide receivers. And I love the connection that Mike Williams is already developing with Justin Herbert. So give me Mike Williams at 4,700. That's super cheap. Give it, give it that to me all day long. 
in a daily lineup. Uh, my defense this week is the Saints going up against Jalen Hurts, 3,800. Um, Philadelphia was already 24th against defenses. That's given up the ball, and that's with Carson Wentz, who I think is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. So then we get the rookie experience going up against this Saints D, who has been, oh, my God, so good. This Saints defense, I can't even think of the last time they gave up a poor performance or have been in a shootout. I really can't. They have shut down like five, six teams in a row. Um, what I like to do, too, with these lineups, my last position here is my flex. I like to kind of save up some money and spend big on a flex position here. I'm going with Aaron Jones. Uh, going up against the, the 32nd ranked run defense in Detroit. I think Green Bay wins this game. I think they'll be up early and often. Um, I think Aaron Jones will have something to say about the early lead as well. He'll probably be a part of that with some touchdowns. But then after he gets out of the game, or you know, Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't have to throw the whole game. Aaron Jones is just going to take over and rampage this defense. This Detroit Lions defense is absolutely horrible. Um, speaking of Aaron Jones, another player that's not bad to put in your lineup I think you know where I'm going with this, Tony, is the backup to Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. He's pretty cheap, and he's going to get opportunities. He's had opportunities with Aaron Jones in the game. Jamal Williams is 6000 okay? So if you've spent up on a high-quality wide receiver and you need to kind of flip-flop my, my, my goal here of getting a stud running back instead of a stud you know, wide receiver, Throw Jamal Williams in your lineups. He's $1,600 cheaper than Aaron Jones. And Jamal Williams might end up with two touchdowns. And Aaron Jones may have zero. He may just get all the yards. So you never know who's going to finish with a better fantasy day here. So I'm going with the talent of Aaron Jones. Justin Herbert has the best hair in the NFL. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle up. Team on three. One, two, three. three. <laughs> <laughs> I think we keep you should keep that in there. <laughs> yes. Justin Herbert has the best hair in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I made him say it. We really need to do that more.